0: You are listening to the Being Careful Podcast. I am your host, Caroline Quash, and uh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm sorry that last week uh, didn't end up working out, so I was supposed to have Carrie Wilkerson on the show. Um, First of all, I believe that last episode I called her Marianne Williamson, which is another author that's coming on the show and I always get their names mixed up for some reason. So Carrie Wilkerson was supposed to be on the show. We had some Skype issues. For some reason, Skype is really flaky sometimes when I do interviews. So we will actually be conducting the interview today on Thursday, so it will air next Thursday. Um, Today, I just wanted to actually read one of Carrie's Facebook posts to you guys before I talk a little bit about my week last week um, as far as anxiety and panic attacks and um, how using your childhood can actually help in those stressful situations. So first, I want to read a little bit from Carrie Wilkerson because she posted something yesterday about when she's not feeling motivated. Um, She gave 10 steps on what to do when she's not feeling motivated. And I felt like this really um, resonated with when I talked to you guys two weeks ago about resistance. Um, And I have been really using that phrase, which is what you resist persists. So anytime I'm resisting anything in the past couple weeks, ever since I recorded that episode, if I find myself resisting something, I just immediately say in my head, what you resist persists. And that kind of gives me the motivation to just get up and do it instead of, um, you know, just sitting there because you know that it's just going to keep persisting. So I found this, uh, post by Carrie Wilkerson to be very inspirational, and I thought it went well, with our theme. So since we can't have her on the show today, but we will have her next week, I figured I would read it for you. So she says, when I'm not feeling motivated, first I remind myself why I set the goal, the real why, the deep one. Number two, I shower, dress, and get cute. Number three, I fuel my body with healthy choices. I avoid sugar and carbs, aka downers. Number four, I drink lots of water. Hydration affects everything. Number five, I diffuse oils, burn a candle, warm your wax, whatever it is that changes the scent in your area. I use citruses or a motivation blend. The food-ish smells make me snacky and drowsy, so I avoid those. Number six, open the blinds, turn the lights on. Extra lamps in your workspace. Number seven, talk to yourself positively and kindly but firmly. Number eight, get into motion. Do something that moves you towards the goal, even if you're scared or mad or hurt or sick or distracted. Number nine, avoid reading competitors or even team members or colleagues' blogs, Facebook posts, Instagram, or anything else. Stop comparing. Today is about your effort not their results. Stop that mess. Number 10, when you struggle, go back to number one and number nine. And number one was reminding yourself why you set the goal. And number nine was to stop comparing. She says, this is my process. Your mileage may vary, but I believe in you. And I think that it's so important to motivate ourselves, whether those tips resonate with you or not I'm sure a few of them do I find that it's hard for me lately to get up in the morning getting up early before my daughter you know it's easier to just lay there but um if I use some of these tools for motivation that's really what got me up this morning to um, record this podcast so thankfully she had those tips for us and I'm really excited to talk to her today and to have that episode for you guys next week So for today's topic, I really want to talk about my anxiety because I feel like, you know, I talk about it sometimes, but there has been a serious problem with driving anxiety for me. I don't know if any of you guys experience this. If you do, you know it's terrifying and it's really, really hard. Um, When you wanna go someplace, especially if it's further than like 20 minutes, I find that that's really hard for me. For some reason, driving on highways gives me really bad anxiety. Um, I usually feel if it's more than 20 minutes of a drive on a highway, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. I feel like I have to pull over. I feel like I'm gonna lose control of the car. Um, All those scary things that should never happen while driving because it's very dangerous, But I really find that I get into my own head and it can be really, really scary. But I did have a good experience last week. So I was driving and I was feeling pretty anxious. And instead of feeding into the anxiety, I was alone, thankfully. And so I didn't have my little two-year-old daughter in the car or else I probably wouldn't have done this. But um, I decided, okay, I used to love driving. What did I used to do that like helped me so much? And what I realized is that when I used to love driving, that was in high school and that was in early college. And when I was in high school and I was in early college, I was listening to rap music when I was driving, which I feel like I've been really embarrassed about as I've become more of an adult now, because I think that I'm a little bit ashamed of that time period in my life because I made so many bad decisions. But, um, not that rap music is a bad decision, but it went along with the drinking and all of that, um, that just, the behavior that I probably shouldn't have done at that age. So I think I've been kind of hiding that and been ashamed of that and pretending like I don't like that music anymore when really, you know, when I was in high school, I listened to that music, but I also listened to all the music that I like today, whether it's country or alternative or anything. I really like a bunch of different music. So I was driving and I was like, why don't I just put on like a Spotify rap mix or playlist and just see how driving goes, see if I can zone out or whatever. So I put on a Spotify playlist and I found that almost immediately, you know, after scrolling through a couple different songs and finding some that I remember and that I really like, I was like immediately taken back and in the zone and in high school and driving and, um, you know, I was really just focused on the music and was having so much fun that I was able to drive to and from where I was going, which was like a 45 minute trip without one burst of anxiety whatsoever. I was driving on the highways with the windows down, didn't care what other cars were doing, didn't feel like I was going to pass out. Didn't feel anything negative at all. And what I realized when I got home was that, okay, I need to start doing things that I did when I was younger that actually might help me during these times of anxiety because I find that a lot of my anxiety now is from that resistance and is from that like trying to be grown up and trying to be an adult. And I think that comes with being a mom. You kind of feel like you have to switch a little bit and be... um, more mature which yes you do but also there's got to be you know some boundaries there and and you have to know that you can still be your old self and do some of the old things you did um, and enjoy life that way so I found that really interesting because that music actually took me back to a time when I didn't have anxiety and I realized that when I got home I was like so why is it rap music that's helping me like that's kind of random I mean I did enjoy driving with it when I was younger, but it's because I realized that when I was in high school, I didn't have the least bit anxiety at all. So I didn't have generalized anxiety. I didn't have anxiety about the world. I think I definitely was a worrier, but I didn't let it be crippling as I do today, which I'm not proud of, but, um, I realized that maybe if we start taking steps to remember our childhood and remember the things that make us really happy and the things that calm us down and incorporate them into our adult life, that might really, really be helpful for us with anxiety problems. And I think that everybody has a little bit of anxiety these days. Uh, I think it's pretty normal in our time, but I think that... If you just go back and think about um, your childhood, that may really be helpful. So I wrote down a few things, and I think that if you journal about this, um, write it down in your phone or something where you can look at it and see, you know, when you're having a moment of anxiety, um, these things might help you. So what I wrote down is we need to start remembering and doing things that we loved as children. So write down. What did you love? What did you listen to? What did you eat? What did you explore? What were your interests? What were your hobbies? See if you can start incorporating them back into your life right now. And the chances are that these things will help you to rediscover your authentic self as well as act for cures for your adult anxiety. Um, so far I have only done the music one with the rap because for me, anxiety really, really strikes when I'm driving. So now I have this tool and I think that I'm just going to have to get the edited versions of rap music so that I can listen to them while I'm driving with my two-year-old in the car. I think that's a good solution. Um... And I don't have to listen to it all the time, but really if we're driving far, or if I really feel that anxiety coming on, now I have this tool to go back to and it's all thanks to my childhood and remembering, well it wasn't my childhood, it was like my teenagehood really um, for this instance, but remembering what my life was like then and how I was so calm and so collected. So so I think it would be really cool if you guys started to journal about this and kind of try to remember what your life was like as a child and as a teenager and use those tools to help you during anxiety. Um, I think that's going to be really beneficial for you, and I can't wait to hear all about it. I would love to hear from you on how this experience goes. Um, we may even be able to share some of your experiences on the podcast. I think think that it would be really, really helpful for people if we have more examples of things that we did in our childhood that are now helping us cure our adult anxiety. So I'm, I'm happy to say that I did get a new website and email. So if you guys want to contact me and send me, um, you know, what you think about this episode and if you have any experiences with this and what you're going to do, um, that would be awesome. So the new podcast website is carefulpodcast.com. So that's C-A-R-E-F-U-L-L podcast.com. But I just bought the domain name actually this morning when I finally decided on which name I wanted. And so it actually won't be up for 72 hours. So if you want to contact me, my new email is carefulpodcast at gmail.com. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And next week, I will have Carrie Wilkerson on the show. And that's going to be a really insightful and helpful episode for you guys. And I'm very excited about it. I hope you have a great week and weekend. And we will talk next time.